1: Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB At-Bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only 3 dollars per month. Deep
3: left field. It's gonna go. Alvarez ties
1: the game. Subscribe to At-Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
4: I want to say thanks to Dominica, my girlfriend. Uh, she's too young to remember I played in Pittsburgh, but I... <laughs> I told her all the stories, so don't worry about it. I remember my first coach, Bob Johnson, always said, today it's a great day for hockey, and I'm going to use... I'm going to use it, I'm going to change it a little bit, I'm going to say today is a great day for me.
3: Language barrier, so we were. So, so
5: oh, f- <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's I'm more.
2: i than, than I play. Like, the player came out of you right <laughs> there. Like, sorry, I was just like. Just some of the sights and sounds from the Yarmir Yager ceremony that took place yesterday inside PPG Paints Arena. Looked like an incredible scene. Uh, the pictures, the videos I saw go out, the the game coverage, uh, the Penguins nailed it, uh, Sportsnet Pittsburgh nailed it uh, from a production level, uh, awesome stuff all around there. But before we dive into that, I do want to start with the bad news first so we can get to the good news after that. It's Donnie Football with you here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan, uh, the PM team, the P and M, part of that, are both out today. It is President's President's Day. We will have some fun with that coming up a little bit later on. Uh, Little Austin Bechtold with me behind the glass today. He does not want to go by Mr. P, but we will be using city limits uh, in homage to the great Joe Starkey. So the Pens honored one of their all-time greats yesterday. I would say somebody who is on... The team's Mount Rushmore. Uh, Jaromir Yager, one of the best to ever play the game. The dude is still playing in the Czech Republic. He's 52 years old. Uh, his girlfriend, just a few months older than me. Uh, we were born in the same year, 1995, but she must have been an early 95 baby because she's 29, I'm 28. But just let that sink in for a second. The Kings won the game. However, they beat the Penguins two to one, and shockingly, the only Penguins goal came from Sidney Crosby, his 31st of the season. It was a power play goal, but that unit still sucked yesterday as well. The Pens led one to nothing entering the third period. Uh, Adrian Kempe scored twice for L.A. His 18th and 19th goals. Of the season. And the second one, a shorthanded goal for the Kings with about three minutes to go in regulation. Both goalies were solid. Obviously, Cam Talbot allowing just one goal. Jari allowed two, but he did have 31 saves. But the Penguins, with everything going on in that building yesterday, they should have been playing with their hair and their fake mullets on fire. They came out and they scored one goal. And the only guy that is left carrying the load, the same one that has been doing so for 52 games now, is the only guy that scored that goal, Sidney Crosby. They were one for five on the power play, which continues to be one of the worst units in all of hockey. A 13.7% success rate. That is third worst in the National Hockey League. 30th out of 32 teams. Only two teams that the Penguins are ahead of in that category. City limits. Do you know either of the two teams that they are ahead of? Maybe you, you looked at this
6: before today's show or last night. I did not, but it's not good. Uh, Philly. Okay. And the other is probably, what, Arizona. Chicago. Chicago, who's the worst team in hockey. Philly, who is in
2: a playoff spot, 13.3%, and then Chicago, who is the worst team in the league, 12.2%. Something needs done about it. It's terrible. And all off season, the Penguins pull off the, the trade of the decade in Pittsburgh. Basically, what we thought the reversal of the Chris Archer trade would be. They got Eric Carlson to man their power play. They got rid of all of their bad players and got one of the best players in the league back. A trade that we only see in video games. The Penguins pulled it off. The boy genius, Kyle Dubas, pulled it off. And how oversold were we on that? We were so oversold on how good this power play would be and it is one of the worst that the league has to offer. The power play was supposed to be unstoppable. Here comes Eric Carlson. We got Crosby. We got Malkin. We have Gensel. They're going to have to push Chris Latang down the pecking order because we got Eric Carlson here now. It's terrible. And just for reference, I know that Austin in his headline gave a little heads up to where the Penguins are right now in the league standings. The team is almost as close to the bottom in the Eastern Conference as they are to the top wild card. They are 11 points ahead of the Columbus Blue Jackets, who have 44 points in the basement of the East and they are 10 points behind Tampa Bay who has 65 points. And it's not like a big separation is between that. Detroit 3 points behind Tampa Bay. Detroit holding down that second wild card spot right now with 62 points. And we hear so much about oh well, the Pens have a couple of games in hand. Well, eventually it's all going to be even in terms of games played. And I still won't like where the Penguins are sitting. Now, Tampa Bay has played four more games than Pittsburgh has. If they go on a four-game winning streak, I'll change my tune a little bit, but this was a huge homestand that the Penguins have ahead of them. It started off with a very emotional moment. Without question, the biggest crowd that has been inside that building for a regular season game probably in years to honor one of the franchise's best players and this is what they went out there and did scored one goal lost the game 2 to 1 gave up a shorthanded goal in the process to lose them the game now again the yager ceremony awesome Everything pregame was awesome. He came out and skated with the guys on the ice during warm-ups. They should have left him out there. I would guarantee, almost guarantee, that Yarmir Yager would be no worse than what? Where, where would you think, Austin? Between the fifth and eighth worst player on the team? I'm not actually kidding. <laughs> he would look great on the third line. He would. I, I'm, Maybe I'm, even the second line with Malkin. I, I'm not joking when I say that. He he would not be the worst player on the team and I don't think he'd be close. He's 52 years old. Maybe he could help out the power play. Just put him out there for that. The guy was still skating around just fine. They should have left him in the uniform and they should have put a helmet on him. But everything... About the ceremony, awesome. So, again, kudos to the Penguins. A very classy move. An overdue move, but a very classy one. Uh, Looked like a great ceremony. On television, all the videos I saw on social media. Uh, One of the videos the Penguins put out yesterday afternoon was sweet. Uh, It was about five and a half minutes of just Yager in his hockey prime, which his hockey prime lasted... Longer than most players' careers. Awesome highlight video that the Penguins social media team put together. But the game itself, it fell flat. The Pens blew a third period lead. They lost the game via a shorthanded goal. So it left everybody going in there who was full of emotion. Leaving that arena on a negative note with the pens blowing, a a nice chance to play some out-of-their-mind hockey, put up maybe a crooked number on a Sunday evening, and send us into the week feeling all right about where this hockey team is at, even after the Jake Gensel injury. But I want to hear from you out there. I want to hear from people who were at the game, who witnessed the ceremony, who took it all in, You don't have to talk about the game itself if you don't want. Or even if you have a Yager memory. I want to hear from you. 412-928-9370. What was your favorite moment from the Yager ceremony? What was that like to see in person? And if you want to chime in about the game itself you can do that. 412-928-9370. Fan text line, you can hit us up at that same number, 412-928-9370. Brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. We'll take your calls up next, 412-928-9370.
6: But right now, it's a city limits fan headline. Pitt basketball has won five straight. Big game tomorrow night that you can hear right here on 93.7 The Fan against Wake Forest. Pitt is currently one of the last teams that is remaining on Joe Linardi's bracket bubble right now. The Panthers are receiving interest to potentially get into the NCAA tournament. Also, Wake Forest as one of the last teams held out of the tournament as well. 9 o'clock, you can hear our coverage beginning at 8.30 on The Fan. Headlines Prop of Papa Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for more, go to 937thefan.com. So
2: a 2-1 to one loss for the Penguins yesterday against the LA Kings. The Pens led one to nothing, heading into the third period. A pair of Kings goals, one of them shorthanded with about three minutes to go, turned the tide. So on a day when the Pens were honoring one of their franchise's best players they were inspired to score just one goal 412-928-9370 if you want to join the conversation the fan hotline presented by sullivan super service pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and hvac provider for over 50 years 412-928-9370 let's start with jb and braddock what's up jb Hey, what's up? Nothing much. What's on your mind?
1: All right, so I was at the game yesterday. That The ceremony was beautiful. That was that was really, really beautiful. They did that up really well. It's interesting, too, Cub. Yager's a funny guy. I really didn't expect that, but Yager's a funny guy. Some of the things that he said, you know, in the respect. The Kings players, a few of them, they came over during warm-ups to shake his hand. I don't know what they talked about, you know, but it was really pretty cool to to see that.
2: Now, where, uh, as far as the go ahead, you're getting as, into the
1: as far game. As the game is concerned, oh, you know, I I almost wish that they could have just left Yager out there. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, I know he don't have an NHL contract. You know, I get that it wasn't it wasn't going to happen. But I kind of knew this was going to happen. That kind of a game. I I don't know. I just sixth sense. I just had a feeling.
2: Now, where where does the the ceremony uh, that they had for Yager. Where does that rank for you as a a fan of sports and like things that you have seen live? Definitely. Number one, seen live. Definitely. Number one. That was, that
1: was really good. And I was in the, in the crowd, almost, you know, like almost in tears. Like, man, that was nice. That was really nice.
2: Well, JB, thank you for the call. Sounds like you painted a pretty good picture of it. I mean, I, I kind of got that. It had to be a a pretty emotional scene at PPG Paints Arena uh, because people loved this dude when he was with the Pens, and I know that Austin and I are both a bit young. Again, I'm the same age as Yager's girlfriend, so I don't remember with a whole lot of clarity seeing him play in his prime, but you see... Plenty of it over the course of time, and people always get mad. Like, well, you didn't see the guy play in his prime, whatever. I mean, the the internet is is a thing, and it exists, and you and YouTube's a thing.
6: And I mean, we saw him play for Philadelphia the years that he bounced around Florida, Calgary. It's not like we never saw him play at all, too. Yeah, right mean, now he's still out there.
2: He he started his career five years before I was born, and he played in the NHL. Not even counting right now. He played in the NHL until I was a senior in college. Yeah, 2018. I mean, the man played forever. The longevity, almost unmatched. Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. If you were at the game yesterday, what kind of emotions were you going through? And if you want to talk about the Pens game itself, we can do that. A two to one loss to the Kings. Vince is up next. What's up, Vince? Hi, Donnie. How are you? Great, great. What's on your mind? Uh, the the ceremony yesterday was, was
7: the best I've ever seen for anything, any sport. You know, they really did it up good, bringing all the former players in. And, you know, it, it was even better than when they retired Mario's number. I mean, I don't remember the ceremony for Mario being that long and having different people come out. I remember, you know, putting the, ra- the number in the rafters for Mario, but they just went all out, and it was just first class. They had the Hockey Hall of Fame there with exhibits. Of Yager and stuff that you hardly would see, and uh, there just was so many people. I heard like speaking Czech; it seemed like they just came from Czechoslovakia to watch the game, and it was just amazing—a grand slam, if I could have put it into uh, baseball terms. Were you so,
2: uh, were, were you upper bowl or lower bowl yesterday? Lower lower bowl. Uh, did we lower. have did we have some tears from Vince, or did we have tears from anybody around you? No, not really
7: tears. I was just. In amazement taking it all in, you know, seeing how they did everything. I mean, I'm 53, so I watched him first time around. I still have his original jersey, starter jersey I have, you know, and just everything that they did. And uh, just a little bit about the game. I think everybody in Pittsburgh just start calling Sidney Crosby Thanos because from the movie Avengers, huh. you know, where he says, fine, I'll do it myself. That's pretty much how I see it with the Penguins anymore. If Sidney Crosby's not there; they're they're pretty much lifeless. I mean, I don't know what's wrong with uh, Malkin. Like, it just seems like he can't find the net to save his life. So,
2: yeah, Vince, thank you for the call. Uh, I mean, in in terms of uh, Crosby and Malkin, I mean Crosby just playing at an otherworldly level for being thirty six years old. And the thing is, it makes Evgeny Malkin look bad, unfortunately, because he is playing like he's 37 years old. Like, here we have two stars of their generation. Really, I mean, well, Crosby easily on the on the Penguins, Mount Rushmore, but I think Malkin has an argument to be up there as well uh, with Mario, with Yager, with Crosby. We're unfortunately seeing, like, here's how a guy is playing at 36 years old as if he's 26 years old in the form of Sidney Crosby. And then we're seeing a guy who is 37 years old who is mostly playing like he's 37 years old. So it's it's easy to knock Malkin, I think, because of how well Crosby continues to play. But you also have to realize at the same time, this dude's in his upper 30s. And, you know, not everybody is aging like a Sidney Crosby or a Harmir Yager for that instance. Like they all just can't play forever. So that's that's where the guy showing off his age is kind of sad because he's getting flubbed by the fans for not being still at Sidney Crosby's level. Four one two nine two eight. 9370 if you want to join the conversation. Bob and Tom, I see you on hold. We'll get to you in just a few minutes a short break. And we'll be back 412-928-9370. If you were at the game yesterday, if you took in the Yarmir Yarm, Yager ceremony, I want to hear from you. 412-928-9370. Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia in Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net right now. And Austin Beck told fan
6: headline. The Pirates are bringing an old friend back. Cannon Smith and Jigba, who was designated for assignment earlier on in this offseason, has been reclaimed off waivers from the Seattle Mariners. Tomorrow night, Pitt basketball, 9 o'clock against Wake Forest. Both teams are currently tied for fourth place in the ACC, and Pitt is on a five-game winning streak, currently knocking on the door of bubble contention, as ESPN's Joe Linardi has the Panthers currently as one of the last teams out in the next four out Currently in bracket discussions. Headlines: Probably Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for more. Go to 937thefan.com. Right now, it's Malzi.
0: Here for The Bath Authority. And I want to talk to the people out there right now who've got the old, outdated-looking or just covered in mold and mildew, filled with broken tiles, bathtub, or shower, right? The thing that just is an eyesore that's been bugging you for a while. If that describes you, you've got to call my friends at the Bath Authority. They provide the highest quality bathroom remodeling products, and they're also going to provide you with a world-class customer experience. These are modern, durable tubs and showers they've got. And they've got an exclusive high-tech polymer liner. Long story short, that polymer liner is going to help it last for decades, that new shower or that new tub, whatever you get. Plus, it comes with a lifetime warranty. They do it all. Walk-in tubs, replacement showers, tub-to-shower conversions, so much more. Right now, what you need to do is schedule your free in-home estimate today and get $1,000 off a new shower or bath, plus 36 months of interest-free financing. TheBathAuthority.com. A better bath awaits
2: 2.36, time to stop blindly paying those increasing auto and home insurance premiums. Contact the Buell Insurance Agency in Gibsonia and see what they can do for you. Donnie Football with you here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan in for Andrew Filipponi and Chris Muller. I have Austin City Limits with me along for the ride this afternoon up until 6. Taking your calls right now. On the Penguins and the Yarmir Yager ceremony from yesterday, 412-928-9370, if you were in the building, what that was like for you as a fan, maybe you just have a story about the man that wore number 68, 412 we go out to Tom and Carnegie, what's up Tom?
4: guys. Good afternoon. Uh, Mine's a story. So back in 91, when the Pens, when they uh, win their first cup, we are down at WP Knicks right after they win. And they show up. Yager, Mullen, Stevens, Jim Pack. No Lemieux, but a lot of the guys are there. And Joey Mullen, I must have talked to him for 10 minutes. And he goes, Yager has no idea how big this is. He's, he's like just like a little kid. They say he's like a kid still in high school. <laughs> he's up on the second level. I don't know if you guys ever heard about WP Nicks. He's standing up there dumping beers down on, like the girls down below and partying <laughs> like a wild man. But it was probably one of the coolest things that I ever saw because all the penguins were like just spending time and talking to the people that, like this was unannounced. We just happened to be there that night. But it just makes me think about, how much fun that guy was to be around, like, for the team. And he just had all that energy. And obviously it carried on throughout his career, you know, being in the NHL for so long. Just totally impressed with him.
2: Tom, did you take in the ceremony yesterday in the building or did you watch it at home?
4: I was at home. I did not have tickets, but it was was still enjoyable for sure just to see the way everybody reacted to him. Because at first when the Penguins got him, a lot of people thought he was – you know, a little too immature. But that's just, that was him. But boy, as far as his work ethic, and what he did on the ice, it was second to none, you know. If he would have had just a tad more talent than what he did have, he would have been better than Lemieux. But, you know, obviously, uh, you know, two guys that were just phenomenal. And uh, it's a shame to see what, like, you guys were just talking about Malkin. It is a shame that uh, he is declining a bit. But you, know, you also skate on the second line with second line wingers. It makes a difference throughout your career. So,
2: yeah, Tom, I, I appreciate the call, and I like the story there uh, about Yager when he was out for a night because we we just so happen to have some audio from a a birthday celebration that Yager had uh, back in the day. It was it's no secret that the guy liked to get after it. I I compared him on Friday night to Ric Flair. I said the man is the Ric Flair of hockey. Uh, because he is an all-time great, one of the most decorated players ever, playing well past his prime. And it's still pretty well known the man gets after it off the ice as well.
5: I was tell the story at his birthday party, and we had some guys that were married, so they would go to it. And I was single at the time, and I went to it. it. must have been 900 people. I think it was 875
2: girls.
0: Happy birthday,
2: And it should be no surprise that Yager is dating a girl who is a few months older than me. And he's 52. So the man is still rocking it at 52 years old. 412-928-9370. Bob in the car. He's up next. What's up, Bob?
3: Hey, Donnie. Uh, Okay. Uh, First of all, I really like the whole thing. I watched it. I didn't go, but I also recorded it to me, seeing all these uh, guys, Scotty Bowman, Mario, and Francis, and all that, was actually uh, it was very interesting to watch them. Uh, tell you the truth, I thought it was, uh, this should be done for Mario, the way they, they did it, because it was absolutely fantastic. As far as the game, look, you cannot fix old. I am looking at these hockey teams, like the Kings, for instance. I mean, it it, it just goes to show you, you cannot uh, fight for for the time. And uh, lastly, it is my opinion, but somehow I feel like when net is in the net, Penguins play better and more conservative than when they play in front of Jari. I don't know why, but look at the last goal. I mean what kind of a mistake is that when you are in a power play and it is like three minutes to go and you're 1-1 minimum you want to go overtime, get one point at least, and then they couldn't even do that. And this is not the only first time. It's been happening over and over and over. So in my opinion, there's something going on with the coaches. Uh, they, they, they don't listen
2: to him anymore. He,
3: or whatever he's saying is going from one ear goes out the other ear because they do this all the time.
2: Yeah, Bob, I think you said it right there, and thank you for the call. Uh, we, we hear a ton about the Steelers with Mike Tomlin. Maybe the message is going stale. I think you can say the same thing about Mike Sullivan right now. A little bit. And they they really lack on the special teams of hockey. We we know how bad they are on the power play. And it has been just something that has riddled the season as it has gone on. I also don't want to blame either goalie. I, I think both goalies they have have been pretty good. Uh Nadelkovich as a number two has been very solid and what I thought was the worst move that Kyle Dubis made this offseason was that long contract extension for Tristan Jari. He has not been the problem at all. Maybe a game here and there you can point out, but I, I think Jari has been uh really good in net, all in all. 412 928 9370. We'll go to Tom here in Washington. Tom, what's up? Hey, how are you? Good, good. What's on your mind?
5: I got a Yager story, much is
2: the same as that WP
5: Knicks fella that called two calls ago.
2: righty, and you're both named Tom. Here we go.
5: <laughs> 91, I'm out at a bar called the Dragon Ice Company. I don't even know if it's still around. It was on Carson Street between, I think, 7th and 8th. Anyways, it was kind of smallish, but it was packed. This was during uh, playoff series where they were playing the devils and after the game in walks eight penguins and a few minutes later for the devils and they were just there to have some beers these guys were just getting along with each other like you know they were all friends and they just hours before that they were you know roughing each other put slamming each other into the boards and I just thought that was a cool thing about hockey players but here's the the gist of the story I'm up at the bar and it's elbow to elbow And, um, you know, I'm drinking. I'm always looking over my shoulder, seeing what these guys are doing. And the next thing I know, I'm talking to a friend to my right, and I feel to my left somebody just really kind of shoved into me because they wanted to belly up to the bar and make an order. And I was 22 years old. I was going to Duquesne. I was kind of a hot-headed kid. (laughs) I was like, what the hell here? You know, I looked to my left, and I'm ready to, you know, confront whoever just shoved me. But when I turned my head, all I could see was like the – Shoulder to elbow level of this person, and I'm like, oh, this dude's big, and I look up, and it's the most, you know, remarkable, distinguishable mullet in you know, all <laughs> hockey, and I'm like, oh, that's your army auger. I'm not going to confront this dude because, well, he'll beat the
2: crap out of me. <laughs> yeah, Tom, I think that's a pretty good, pretty good guy to, uh, to be standing next to at the bar. I mean, I don't know how how good his English was back then. I know that. I mean, early nineties is when the guy came around, so probably not very good, but you could have tried to use him to get the uh the bartender's attention there. That could have could have helped you out. 412-928-9370. If you want to keep the conversation going about Yaramir Yager, the ceremony yesterday, uh, the pens falling flat on the ice, a two to one loss to the Kings. Also coming up next, I want to get into the Pirates a little bit. They open the spring training schedule on Saturday. Will this team be better or worse than last season? Can they build on what they did in 2023? We'll get into that coming up next. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevy. Check out special financing deals for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks. Today's sunny, high of 41, tonight clear. Low of 25. It's Donnie Football with you here on Sports Radio 93.7, The Fan.
8: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?